Hey guys, welcome to episode five of the Locked In Baseball podcast. And uh, today we have a special guest from all the way across the Pacific Ocean in Honolulu, Hawaii, Dallas Correa, who's the head coach at Hawaii Pacific University. Um, we don't normally do this, but we let him request a walkout song. And uh, I'm not sure if most of you guys have heard this, but he, you know, he seems pretty, pretty passionate about about this so i wanted you guys to take a listen your best politically correct cap so that there okay. can be minimal editing <laughs> and <Definitely>. so <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna start recording. You're not gonna know when, and okay. yeah, so that means we can't, you know, we can't have our normal <laughs> conversations because we don't want to turn off the listeners. <laughs> but I mean, so I, I, you know, normally I, I'd send you over like talking points because that's I we talked about that yesterday. But um, I feel that we don't need them because <laughs> because. Uh, I feel like our dialogue is so good and we touch on all the topics. We're going to touch on all the topics we want to talk about anyways um, without having to force them. You know? mm-hmm. I don't know. So I like it. It'll come out, like you said, more organically, right? Organ- organic's the way to be, man. Organically. Eat, yeah. or- or eat organically, speak organically. Yep. I, you know, and, right I, and, I, do. I, don't, and I don't eat organically. <laughs> I don't know. I've been starting to, and I think it's just because Malia, my girlfriend, it, is starting to do it. Are you? And are you? Do you it's like? Kinda, feel, it's you it's like changed? almost forced on me. I think I. I feel more healthy. Do I definitely, you? especially in the morning. I think, like when she makes those smoothies and all that type of stuff, I don't feel like I'm getting tired when it hits noon or one o'clock or once practice comes around. So. And That's the only difference. You don't I think feel. it's like maybe a little bit of a placebo effect, though, on you? It could be, but if it's making me feel better. Yeah, I, however, I right? See, I mean, yeah, just I take mean, your sugar I, pills either for, way. Yeah. Or for four dollars more <laughs> a pound for ground turkey. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you could, yeah. <laughs> but if, right. it's, if it's good for me too, then might as well. I mean, maybe we should talk baseball though at some point here because people I are gonna so. people are gonna turn us off. <laughs> <laughs> which is okay whatever i mean they can give me two stars on, um no but seriously like uh okay so gotta you know take taking it to a serious note now um or somewhat mm-hmm. serious um you know like you being you know i mean and i'm just gonna put you i'm gonna put you on the spot here because that's what this mm-hmm. is about being one of the youngest head coaches in college baseball sorry you know mm-hmm. um at Hawaii Pacific and, you know, having to dive right into, you know, the political side of, of college sports and, and, you know, still be able to bring in solid recruiting classes and then compete on the field, you know, um, you know, we could talk briefly about, you know, your program, you know, the school, um, at Hawaii Pacific and, um, you know, just really anything you want to touch on there that, you know, where like, cause I know like the players in CBA or even, you know, just players in general, um, on the mainland, 
they don't really have a full grasp on what baseball is like out in Hawaii, let alone, you know, what you mm-hmm. got going on, you know, on campus and in your program. Mm-hmm. So. I think one thing to touch on as far as like being the youngest head coach and, and being a young coach, I, for me, even when I went into my interview, that was one of the first questions that popped up. And I think it's still one of the first questions that people always ask me just because I'm only 26. Um, and you know, this opportunity that I've been lucky enough to, to land is, it has been my dream job basically, you know, and I, hopefully I can continue to move forward. But for me, leadership doesn't revolve around age or age has nothing to do with leadership. I think leadership has to do with influence and connection. Um, and I, I think once you can find a way to have some influence on your players and on your staff and on the people around you in the community, I think, um, you know, that's the most important thing when it comes to that. Um, and I try to make sure that our program here at HBU, um, Hawaii Pacific University, continues to show great leadership, not only from myself and our staff, but also in our players in the community. So um, we're a Division Two university out in downtown Honolulu. We've got a, basically, we've taken over a brand new campus. So before it used to be uh, two separate campuses out here in Hawaii. Now we're basically one campus in downtown Honolulu. So we're over by Aloha Tower, which is about a few miles away from Waikiki. It's a really beautiful area. Um, we're basically known for our business school and, um, you know, being able to give a really good private education where students are basically one to 16 uh, teacher to student ratio. Um, so I think that's the, the cool thing about our university. And um, the great thing is that, you know, for one, we're in Hawaii, yes, but I think we're playing in a really tough conference with a lot of great other universities uh, throughout California. So um, that's one of the biggest sells that we have out here. Yeah. And then, so like, you know, I, I talk to players about your guys' program all the time, especially if they're a fit, right? So, um, mm-hmm. or if I think they're a fit, I could, I could think they're a fit. And then you look at them and you like, you know, you give me a raised eyebrow, but, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but you know, there's so much like, so for guys in Cal and I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it's Northern California as well, but it's definitely Southern California. Guys don't like to leave here. You know, they'll, they'll pursue, you know, second tier opportunities over, you know, you know, much better opportunities Mm -hmm. abroad. And so, um, you know, for me, because I, I I went to college in Hawaii, right? So I, the culture is, pretty similar, you know, um, I think it's as similar mm-hmm. as it gets if you're going to leave California and stay in the U S and, you know, it was, it was one of the best experiences I had just playing out there. I mean, forget, forget, forget UH baseball. I mean, even, I mean, don't mean forget it, but put that aside, you know, put UH baseball aside, just being in Hawaii and being able to play, you know, and, and live where people go on vacation. Like that's kind of the way I looked at it was, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, you know, was an experience that most people don't get. You know, um, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, I mean, we got to be candid here, right? So like, what, what's the, what's the hurdles you guys have to overcome when recruiting, you know, California kids, mm-hmm. you know, kids from the mainland in general? Yeah, I, I think you just, you basically, you know, hit it on the head with that. A lot of kids taking that leap to leave, you know, the continental U.S. to come out to Hawaii is a struggle and being able to leave their family. Um, 
So it really takes a certain type of individual that wants to go ahead and engulf themselves in a new culture and engulf themselves in, um, you know, new experiences and be able to have basically the maturity to come out here and, and want to give it their, give it their best. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. And I, I think one of the biggest things that our university has been doing lately, especially with California students is now they're giving all of California students in-state tuition to come to HPU, meaning that whatever a, a California high school kid would pay to go to, let's say, Long Beach State, or let's say one of the state schools in California, you would be paying that same rate here at HPU. So I, I think the university is trying to really push the California side. I mean, I I love recruiting from California because like you said, the, the weather, the climate, you know, kind of the culture in a way is very similar. Um, but still, you know, it takes that special person to really want to engulf themselves in something new. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's not just Hawaii either. I mean, guys just don't like to leave California. They want to hang out with their friends and go. Yeah. To, I mean, I mean, you guys have beaches too, but they want to go to the beach over here. Or they, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just so locked in, you know, in, in, you know, in, in their life and their lifestyle here that it's, you know, I mean, obviously most people don't, and, don't like change, but. Yeah. And I, I think that's, what we don't really find here in Hawaii. You know, I think that that's also the struggle with recruiting in Hawaii. It's not really a struggle, but you know, one of the maybe roadblocks of recruiting to a university here in Hawaii is that a lot of our local kids here are opposite from those in California. A lot of our local kids here, they want to go to the mainland and experience new things um, because, you know, maybe there's not enough opportunities for them to, to put themselves out. Um, you know, so we, we kind of see both ends of that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, shoot, I've had a, I have had a chance to go out there and visit you guys a few times and, and, you know, attend your guys banquet, uh, prior to the season mm-hmm. that lasted all but like three weeks. And, um, you yeah. know, I mean, so, you know, I, I talked to, you know, you know, Joe, right. Oliveira from San Diego mm-hmm. state. Right. So I spoke to him and he was on here, um, you know, uh, about a week ago and we were discussing, you know, what you do, what you're doing, you know, right now to interact with your guys, if you are interacting with them, maybe you just put them out on their own and throw them the wolves and if they show up on shape, they, you know, but I mean, you know, what, what are you doing to, you know, help, you know, kind of keep them in tune to their personal growth and development as a player? Um, obviously they're still like, they're still doing their, their, you know, online web learning, mm-hmm. right. Th- through the, mm-hmm. through school. So they're finishing there. But what, I mean, what are the avenues you guys are able to take to help them, you know, to improve themselves on the field? Um, I know like they're, everybody's stuck in their homes and they can't do anything uh, or can't do a mm-hmm. whole lot. So, I mean, what do you guys, I mean, are you guys able to do, you know, to, to have that consistent interaction with them? Yeah. I mean, m- many of our guys went home, of course, you know, and I, I think um, the one thing that we've been able to do is make sure that our staff. Um, it's just continuously connecting some way uh, weekly. And we try to do it um, at least three times a week uh, where we connect with our guys. One of them is, of course, going to be about academics. So something as simple as a grade check where they'll go ahead and screenshot their grades for us. So we know, uh, make sure we're staying on top of that. Uh, The second one, you know, maybe later on in the week will be um, our position coaches reaching out to them, either that's sending different video links of things that they like. You know, our insult coach may send 
a cool link of a drill that maybe they saw um, or something that they would like the guys to make sure they're doing. And then on Fridays, we go ahead and make sure that we have a team meeting. So it's basically a Zoom meeting where we get everybody on board, um, go ahead and give them some updates from the university if there are any, um, and then kind of just talk story and get a chance to see everybody. Um, I yeah. think one of the one of the things that I wanted to start doing uh, which we're actually going to start doing next week already. This week we had our guys actually create a calendar of what they're going to be doing daily um, for the rest of this month. And then, of course, next month they'll start a new one because I think the main thing that I I asked them to think about, um, or I asked our guys to think about is, you know, what do you want to be, what do you want people to say about you once this quarantine is done? So what do you want to look like? What do you, what do you want to feel like? Um, what are people going to say about our program once this is all done, you know, and once we're able to actually get back to it. So just to keep that in mind when they're going ahead and working out and putting together their, you know, personal development plans that we're going through. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, the big thing is just figuring, I mean, from a team aspect, um, mm-hmm. I mean, this is just my opinion too. So, I mean, but mm-hmm. like maintaining culture, right. And that's something like, you know, and chemistry within the group, you know, it, I mean, is, are you guys able to, is it, is it mostly like one-on-one stuff through, you know, like zoom or, or like online meeting, you know, platforms, or are you guys able to do like team you know, interaction somehow? You know, the team interaction is tough. Um, we've been able to do it, you know, where we get a huge team meeting on zoom where we can see everybody. Um, but even to that point, you know, it's tough for everybody to, still connect through that um also ncaa gives us some restrictions too um with the amount of hours that we can do with these guys and and what we can do like this will be the last week for us where we can actually do a team meeting through zoom because of finals week um so i mean it's kind of tough to get everybody on board everything else is just really individualized so as much as possible our position guys will reach out position coaches will reach out to their position um I try to make sure that I touch base with everybody every three days. So as best as we can. Yeah, no, I know it's, it's going to be challenging here for a while, but everybody's, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. everybody's got to deal with the same stuff, man. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of, I think, attitude now. Right. So, and I think you, know, you guys do a good job. Mm-hmm. How's, Car- how's uh, Carlos? He's doing good. He's back in Texas. So he's working. <laughs> You see that video um, of him in the yard mowing the yard and his wife's running around in I like did, a bird I did. hat. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think th- you think they're going like they're going a little crazy, going a little insane? Maybe the coronavirus get into them now. They're, they're they're doing good. They're healthy, which is the main thing. So um, can't wait to have them back out here again. So yeah, yeah no, he's great he, family. Oh, really good family, and he's he's a gem, man. Like he's a, uh, I mean. He's just so passionate about what he does. The problem is you don't understand mm-hmm. anything he's saying. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but he, um, no, but no, I mean, he's, he's a good he, one. He connects so well with the guys. I mean, from the beginning, as soon as he came in, he made a, a big impact on the program. Um, you know, the experience I think was a big thing. And, and for me being so young, I, I like to make sure that I balance it out with somebody that has that experience, you know? So he really brought that to the table. Yeah. Um, think it only strengthened the program yeah so. no I, I think so and he's not i mean he's a he's a very selfless individual you know he's always he's always uh we over i you know what i mean and 
and um, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's shoot, that's that's hard to find, and I just think you know anybody, you know, any like friends, family, whatever. But I mm-hmm. mean, you know, baseball aside, but add that to where you yeah, actually I mean, have to perform and win. You know, you need you need those types of people. And so. I think the the cool thing that he's been doing too is he's actually been holding position meetings. So he's our catching coach, of course. Um, but he's actually been holding Zoom meetings with them, and, and I know he's been showing them some drills and and doing some things with them on that end. So he loves um, drills. You know, he yeah he he loves his drills, and he's really good at it too. You know, and, I, and even Gene is really good at it too. So um, we're lucky to have those two resources. Is it when Gene when Gene's doing the Zoom meetings, is he wearing his is he wearing his red bottoms while he's performing the drills? I don't his, know. His Gucci shoes. <laughs> He's definitely wearing Lulu's though. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're all on the Lulu train right now. It's I like, think every I think everybody went on it. Yeah, I know it's such an expensive addiction. Yeah, but um, I mean enough about that. You know, I mean what I really, I mean, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday and a couple of days, you know, prior. But you know, just I'd like to shed light on you know baseball in Hawaii in general and the culture and you know the people there and um it's just different, you know? I mean, it, I mean, like we, we said, it's, you know, somewhat similar to California, but I mean, let's be honest, like it's, it's, it, you know, it's got its own, you know, vibe going on. And, mm-hmm. um, I like it, you know, it, I like it. It's just different, you know, it's different, you know? So, um, and w- what I found is, you know, as a player there, right. You, you know, there's a different, um, there's a different dynamic with how you mesh, um, with your teammates from, you know, from Hawaii and there's, um, and just to, and just to, you know, just to fit in, you know, um, you know, socially there, I mean, again, not even has nothing to do with baseball. It's just, you got, you know, it's a little bit of an adjustment. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you know, you flip the script on that and you think about when, when kids, you know, or, or players come from Hawaii and they come to the mainland, you know, I mean, you were, you were that guy, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you played at, you know, Pacific. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, tell me like, what are the, what are the main, what to you, what are the main differences between, you know, like playing baseball in Hawaii and the culture there, and then, you know, making the jump, you know, across the Pacific ocean to, you know, to, you know, university of Pacific and, um, or anybody that's, you know, in a similar boat as you, what do you think the main, you know, mm-hmm. the main obstacles are with that? I, I think, for one, to touch on the culture, it's all about family here. Um, it's all about brotherhood. It's all about family. It's all about making sure that you're looking out for, you know, that selfless attitude that I think a bunch of coaches are looking for. I think that's already ingrained in every single local boy here. I think, you know, it, it is a very relaxed setting out here. So it is a bit slower than California and a bit slower than, you know, the rest of the United States, which can hurt some players but I think those with the drive um to want to be the best and want to make sure that they make something of them and represent you know where we come from and represent Hawaii well they're successful and and the only roadblocks that come with being a local a local boy here in Hawaii is the opportunity to be seen and the opportunity to get out there because basically the only way that you're you're going to be seen is of course you have to do well in Hawaii but you have to get on the mainland and you have to have, you know, you have to be basically uh, given an opportunity by someone to go play on their team in the mainland. So 
um, I think that's the biggest, the biggest roadblock is being able to be seen. Yeah. And it, I mean, okay. So your experience, you know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what were the, I mean, what well, was only like four years ago for you? Right. But, um, <laughs> what, what, what were the, I, I, I mean, for lack of better word, but what were the strategies that you used or your family used to help, help you, um, gain that exposure? So we, I was lucky enough to have, you know, huge support by my family um, to be able to go ahead. I mean, my goal is always to play Division One baseball and to make sure that I, I get some sort of baseball scholarship, right? That's what we're all, everybody's facing, right? Um, so I was lucky enough to go ahead and attend different showcases out on the mainland. Um, so our strategy was basically, let's go ahead and take two two weeks out in, out of the summer and try to make sure that we go to as many different showcases as we can with the most amount of coaches there um, possible. So, for instance, we would go to, you know, UNLV to go attend their top 96 camp, or we would go to, um, you know, a few others all over the place, and then different colleges that we wanted to, of course, visit. Um, But we had to make sure that when we were going out to the mainland, we had an opportunity to play a lot of baseball in that span because it is pretty expensive to get out there. Um, and I think the biggest one, of course, is the fall classic, which, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of people now have their hand in the pot in Hawaii, which I think is great because it gives us more opportunities. Um, but that's the biggest one, I think, is making sure that you get out to the fall classic and making sure that that summer before your senior year, you're going out and hitting as many, um, showcases you can that have the maximum amount of coaches right and i mean just because shoot like just travel alone for me to get over there to over here is you know crazy yeah it can can definitely it can definitely get up there um you know no doubt about it that's where we're kind of lucky you know i mean our guys are lucky i don't even think they realize um you know how lucky they are um and you know i didn't realize it either as like a player or even as, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I kind of put it together um, as I, as I, you know, started getting into coaching a bit more, but the, I, I didn't realize until like actually like interacting with the families more uh, of players out there and interacting with the players and coach, you know, and coaches, you know, such as yourself, but you know, like what the, you know, what those hurdles really are for them. I mean, and the biggest hurdle is a 2,700 mile, you know, mm-hmm. you know, stretch of ocean, you know, to get, just to get to mm-hmm. California, let alone like, let alone like, you know, some of the stuff that goes on on the East coast, that's pretty, you know, pretty, um, beneficial for guys that they can get there. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, just that alone is enough for, for players to feel, or I mean, families and parents to feel overwhelmed about this whole recruiting process for them. So, um, being, you know, where we, we've done a camp there a couple of years in a row. And I think you know, I, I like going out there, um, and running camps at your guys' field and, and working with the guys there. Um, and it's just a matter of trying to, trying to get, I, I think it's a matter of, um, giving them, it's a different recruiting process, right? So the information mm-hmm. for them is just a little bit different than, you know, what we would give guys in California or, or anywhere else in the mainland. Um, and so, you know, for them, it's, you know, uh, you know, those like field level and platforms similar to that are, 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 mm-hmm. are valuable 
um, you know, having the right connections with the, you know, with, with, with people that can help them, um, you know, I don't want to say place in a program because I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't think that anybody should take credit for, you know, for a player's achievements. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, basically it's kind of, you know, you know, puts them in the right direction so that they can have, um, those opportunities to play baseball after high school. Um, it's just, to me, it's, 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 it's not just a little different. It's a lot different. Um, and mm-hmm. so learning about, you know, the culture out there, um, in general, not just about baseball and, and, and how players, um, how players, you know, um, represent themselves and how they represent their families and how they, you know, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's pretty cool just to kind of see, um, guys like buy into this, this recruiting process that is different than everybody else. So like everything you see, like on, you know, NCSA's website or similar, you know, I don't think it necessarily pertains to, you know, what's going on out there with, with the guys there. So for them to buy into something that's a little bit different, you know, that's, I think it's, um, I think it's pretty cool, but, um, I mean, we, you and I talked yesterday, it's really hard, you know, and it's really, I mean, cause yeah, you guys don't even have junior college baseball out there, which no, to me blows my mind, to me blows my mind because you guys have a lot of people, you know? Um, I, I, I think that would be, I mean, I don't know how it would work out financially, but I think that would be beneficial for the entire state. Well, um, I mean, shoot in California, we don't have scholarships for junior colleges. So, you know, do some, do mm-hmm. something similar. Even if there's just, even if there's one team and you put them part of like, you know, a, the California conference, you know, then, you know, I'm sure it could be figured out, you know, um, I know that's expensive, but. Oh, I would hope so. I mean, I, I think that's definitely been in the talks or at least to add another team out here. That's a state school, you know, mm-hmm. I think, or at least another state school on Oahu, you know, would be huge. I, a lot of people have been talking about doing, well, you know, one on each Island. So one for Kauai community college, one on Maui, um, the big Island and so forth. But I think cost has always been the biggest issue. Yeah. You know? But I mean, what do you, I mean, well, shoot. I mean, over the years, there's been like, pro, uh, I mean, there's fields, right? You guys have fields, you know, there, there doesn't need to be anything, you know, big league. You, know, you guys have fields on every mm-hmm. Island, I would assume. Right. And yeah, definitely. Like, that would work. I mean, yeah, Kauai's and, got a beautiful new stadium. And, Everywhere would work, I think, location-wise. Yeah, but think about it. like if they could put if you could put high school teams together, you know, you could put one junior college team, you know, on you know three or four of the islands, right? I would, and um, I would sure hope so. And I think there's enough, there's definitely enough players that want to continue their education at least at that level and yeah. give themselves a shot, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I think. So the junior college level is so important for most players, especially if they're not getting those, those, you know, the, the exposure that they want from four year schools, or even if they don't have, yeah. you know, they don't know what they want to study or they don't, you know, academically, you know, they're not, they're not quite, you know, cutting it there, you know, with GPA wise or, you know, stuff like, you know, yeah, it, it just, it just I really, mean the biggest, the, yeah, I think the, the biggest portion is the, basically the tuition assistance, you know, what, what it does for the family so on being able to maybe save that extra two years of cash to go and pursue their goal somewhere else, you know, if they're unsure. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest portion um, that that opens up. Oh man, I agree. So, I mean, 
that's I mean, there's there's so many things we could talk about here. Um, you know, we can talk about you know the tradition at UH. We can talk about the tradition at HPU, and you know, hopefully, we can get on again and and you know talk more story. You know, I don't ever say that talk story. I'm gonna start talk story. <laughs> that might be the title of this, like of this a, episode: talk story with. Dallas that sounds Korea. like a like a local thing out here. <laughs> Talks. I know. That's, I mean. But you know, I, I hope that like there's listeners out there that, you know, in, in Hawaii that are, you know, that would, that take the information from this and they, you know, they learn a little bit, um, but yeah, you know, they I probably think, already know, you know <laughs> I don't even know if they're learning. I, yeah. You know, what we were kind of touching on previously, or you're kind of going down, you know, like we're health field levels here where now a lot of people are coming into Hawaii to help out these kids. This only started happening because this didn't happen when I was a senior in high school back in 2000, not too long ago, of course, but 2011, <laughs> you know, but that wasn't the case then. So the opportunities that kids have now with, you know, you folks at CBA coming out and doing a lot of your camps, um, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of other people that of course are coming out here and trying to do, do a bunch of things to help out um, local kids, but field level was not around back then, at least not that I knew of. But that's such a huge recruiting tool now. It is. For... I mean, it, it has been around for shoot at least 10, 10, 12 years now. But the, the they've they've evolved so much to be much more functional, you know. And mm-hmm. um, they've they've always done a great job, you know. And uh, you know, they just obviously they're way bigger now, you know. So they're way more, you know. Everybody knows who they are. Um, but yeah, those 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 you know those tools are like huge for for the players out there like i mean even for coaches though you know i think for me to just be able to connect with someone and have a place where i can they can upload their transcripts that i can just go ahead and click on for them to already set up a video where i can okay i can go ahead and see a video i've also got two or three coaches that have given me basically you know a small rundown of what they can do um and all of their coaches contact info already there that's huge because that's what I would have to go find anyways, you know, yeah. but to have it all in one platform yeah. and you know, I'm, speeds I'm, up, speeds up the process. Yeah. And I'm glad we're talking about this because, you know, in California, you know, and I just don't, I don't think players or parents have really bought into that way of recruiting. They really, they're really bought into, and, and not everybody, but they're really bought into the, I have to go perform at a tournament to in, in front of these people, you know, in front of these guys, these recruiters, um, to be, to, for them to notice me. And if I don't perform, then I'm, you know, I'm SOL. Right. And yeah, that's, that's definitely not, at least that's not the way that a lot of college coaches that I know look at it. That's definitely not how I look at it, right. you know? Yeah. And it's definitely looking at the, the full picture. Yeah. And not so just one, one performance. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you know, you, you know, trying to convince that these players and these and these parents that, hey, you know, you don't necessarily have to do every showcase under the sun to be noticed. You don't really necessarily have to do any a lot of the time. Um, a lot of the time it's just about, you know, somebody introducing you to that program um, and then them being able to kind of facilitate that relationship between the player and, and the college. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and that that works just as well, if not better, because again, like you said, like they don't, like if they don't perform, you know, that day, that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're they're off the radar. Right. But they think they are, they think they're off the radar. 
you know, because, of course, yeah. because they went over three with, you know, two strikeouts, you know, so, and yeah. And, and then I, go ahead. It's, it's so funny you say that a lot of, a lot of parents will always, or even kids will get so down when that happens, you know, and when in reality, for, for one, if we're going to go see you, we probably already know what you can do because we've called a lot of people or we've been able to, be in contact with your high school coach, your travel ball coach and whoever else, you know. Um, and we're basically just looking at a skill set, not necessarily a result, you know. And I think once kids get away from that, I mean, a lot of people already talk about it, right, that result-oriented mindset, I think. But it's so true. Once you get away from that um, and kind of put yourself in a coach's shoes of what we're trying to see, um, I think you take away a lot of that added pressure that, really unneeded right yeah so um yeah you know so for for the guys out there you know get your field level updated you know add some video add add your transcripts especially for for somebody like an out-of-state you know university if you're looking to go out of state i think how important is it if you can't go to that state or you can't go to their camp if you can't make it out to hpu to go to our camp out here how else are you going to get seen? Or are you going to upload your stuff to field level? I'm going to ask you, well, you got a field level account. Can you send me some videos? Um, it's just like, it's a huge tool. And then I, I believe it's free. Is it, is it free for players? Too? Yeah. Field level's free. They have like a, a premium version or whatever. Right. But okay. I mean, it's the, the basic version works just pretty, pretty well. Yeah. I, I mean, all the, all the players that we've recruited, you know, or we've, we've started the recruiting process from that, you know, they've all utilized that version. So it works just fine. It's just a connection piece. You know, it's, it shouldn't be used as the only option, right. but it definitely should be used. No, I agree. So, I mean, dude, like I love talking to you. Let's talk more. <laughs> but I, I was actually, you know, staying on the field level point. Mm-hmm. I was talking to, we went to go practice at um, this high school out in California. We were out there this past time in Oakland. And, you know, one of the main things we do before we go out on a road trip was we try to look up all of the high schools on field level and see if their coach has their roster out there or see, um, you know, if we can go catch a game or something like that so we can continue the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of high school coaches aren't utilizing this to the best of its ability, you know. Yeah. As far as promoting their promoting their kids. So, yeah, I don't think they really yeah. I don't know if that's really the primary focus for you know, a lot of high school coaches though. You know. They, yeah, but I mean I would I think I I guess if I was in that position as a as a high school coach or even a junior college coach, my whole goal would be to get our kids to the next level somehow. You know, and the of course, the main reason for that is getting them off to go receive an education. Yeah, and, you know, and, and yeah. secondly, of course, to go to go play. But if you can do both, and you're passionate about both, then you know I think that should be your basically mindset. Yeah, right? most Not, most of coaches you want to win. Yeah, most coaches they yeah. I think they do you know they do a good job with that. You know, most high school guys do. You mm-hmm. know? Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree um, that there, there there can be greater effort, not just from high school coaches, but from, you know, the club coaches and, and any coach for that matter to, to help promote their players, um, you know.
know, so that, so that they have a you know a place to land, you know, after mm-hmm. you know after they're done with this step, you know. Um, I mean, I'm starting to see every single junior college, whether that's in California or up in the NWAC, um, even Arizona and, and Utah. Mm-hmm. A lot of their coaches are, all of their players are on there. Yeah, uh, it's such a it's a it's an easy one stop shop as far as looking at it from my perspective or from other college coaches perspectives. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many different ways that coaches can help, you know, their players, but there's also so many ways that the players can kind of help themselves and, you know, everybody kind of, not everybody, but a lot of Mm -hmm. guys, I mean, a lot of people are, I don't want to say failing, but you know, they're, they're just not putting forth that extra effort to, to, to help, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I, like you, it, it all starts with the player and their personal motivation, right? You can't, a coach can't do all the work or a travel ball coach can't do all the work for the player. You know, it starts with that, the family and of course the individual itself. So, yeah. and you really got to be self-motivated to, to play college baseball, yeah. regardless of what level. No, you're right. And, you know, and guys got to be okay with, you know, not division one if they're not that type of player. So um, but Hey, like, you know, is there anything else we want to talk about? We're getting, we're kind of stretching this a whole little longer than, um, you know, we planned for, which is fine. You know, um, you know, I mean, I miss, I miss it out there. I thought about with, like tickets being as cheap as they were. I'll go through that 14 day in quarantine yeah. <laughs> just to, just to be there, you know? Um, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a different time out here right are you, now. Are you wearing you a know, mask right now as you're talking to me? No, no, but it's it's now a law out here that you have to wear one outdoors. Yeah, we got that so, too. Like, do you, um, okay, how, okay, be honest. How do you feel mm-hmm. about the people who wear masks in their own car when they're driving? You know, me and my, my girlfriend, we actually laugh a bunch of times and we're <laughs> like, why would they do that? You know, they're in their own, but you know, people got to take, People take precautions, I guess. It's is that, is, be this, your, is sorry, this your political? Is this your politically correct? That's my response? political. <laughs> yes, it's my political. People got to take, you know, you do whatever you got to do. I get. I mean, yeah, I guess it keeps you it's, from touching your just, face. That's just that's that's not me though. You know, it's just not something I would do. Well, I got. I, I have something to um, confess. I I I, I used to ridicule people in my head. Like, hey, like, take your mask off. You're driving on the freeway alone, <laughs> right? And the last three okay. days, the last three days, I found myself wearing my mask in the car and not even knowing it was there. You started so, to do it, see? Yeah, it's, not not on purpose. It's, it's, it's catching on, yeah, you know. Not on purpose, but um, <laughs> hey, man, I gotta wrap. send you. I gotta send you out one of our masks. We uh, we made this HPU baseball mask that we're gonna be sending out oh, to all of our go. players. So. Get one out to you. Is is it is it a big shark on the side of, on your chin? There's a there's a bunch of big like all of our logos. Okay. All of our baseball logos and university logos are on there. So it's all pretty right. nice. Yeah, I'm running out of those. Uh I look like a dentist on the freeway. I'm running out of yep. those. So something more durable, right? You know, it doesn't get soggy at the end of the day. So, um all right, man, but I mean, you know, always appreciate being on the phone with you, whether we're recording it or not. <laughs> so so yeah. um you know let's do this time, right? yeah let's do this again i mean shoot maybe we should have had talking points because i feel like we missed some stuff <laughs> i feel like we missed a couple things but um you know it's a lot of good information that you know you're able to provide and 
uh, a lot of good information that we're, we're trying to provide um, on here with whoever we have as a guest. Um, you know, maybe I'll have you on too, like to be a co-host one day and we can grill Carlos, you know? Um, yeah, that'd be a good one. But nobody would be able to, we'd have fun. to translate to the listeners is the problem. So, and the, <laughs> and the other problem is that sometimes we need a translator for him to communicate to us. So yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding but um all right man that's that's pretty much it i didn't i didn't want to go past the 45 minute mark and we're just about four or five minutes out and um got to add music and all that stuff so um but thanks for yeah thanks appreciate for spending it, some time um, yeah let's do it again let's do it again man go go to the beach go hang 10 what do you guys do <laughs> go uh yeah. um go go stay find, indoors yeah yeah <laughs> I, I mean that too Thanks, guys, for joining in on today's podcast, and I hope you guys learned something new. Uh, If you can, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend and share it with the world for me so we can uh, maybe get a couple decent reviews from here on out. But, um, you know, I really just appreciate you guys taking the time to, to listen in, and I'll talk to you guys soon. No.